Mel, I haven't seen Erica since last chapter. I don't know where she <gasps> I is. I swear to God, if Dave tries that shit again, I'm talking to the Greek life advisor. It's not Why okay. Why is Alpha Delta suddenly a lot scarier this semester? Probably because we beat them in grades. What you are listening to is a dinner conversation between members of the Zeta Zeta Mu sorority. Typically referred to as the Zetas, this group of girls makes up one of five sororities at a small university here in the middle of the United States. Now, a majority of Americans in college don't participate in Greek life. To these people, Greek life appears mysterious. A world of rituals, secret words, sacred bonds, hard partying, hazing. Even though these elements apply to both sororities and fraternities, fraternities are often more transparent about their goings-on. Sororities are not the case. Information is kept under lock and key. And despite all the bad press, young girls join these institutions every year. As an outsider to the system, I found myself intrigued. For this podcast series, I'm going to take you inside the world of a sorority girl. What is it that we, the outsiders, are not seeing? Why must things be kept so secretive? What is it like to be part of this exclusive world? Hello, this is Vex Magazine presenting the Zetas podcast. I am the producer, journalist, and narrator for this series, and I will be guiding you through the story. Together, we'll answer these questions by observing and interviewing the Zetas within their home. We have to win. This is Reagan, a senior nursing major. Throughout the dinner, she consistently reminded the sorority girls to attend the homecoming competition events. In her mind, the Zetas must win. Alpha Deltas cannot win, you guys. I will literally kill anyone who stands in our way. Uh, John, is this supposed to be chicken? Mm. You're John Dwight, the chef, right? Nice to meet you, man. Hmm. Did I say something? Oh, no. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. Here's the sink. You can wash your plate after me. Hi, HMG. Oh, good. You're showing him the ropes. Thank you, Reagan. HMG, known formally as House Mom Gloria, Zeta House Mom. She oversees the staff, plans the menus, shops for food, and schedules maintenance and repairs for the house. Did you think the food was... was bad? I don't know if it was just me, but... It was terrible. Okay, good. Just making sure I wasn't the only one. I'm gonna have to see if we can hire a new chef. John Dwight is... Creepy? Yes, that's one way to put it. But the creepy chef, John Dwight, and his mystery meat were not the only disturbing things about the Zeta Zeta Mu sorority. After dinner, I sat down with Reagan in the Zeta Back Lounge and discovered some shocking information about the organization's president. I thought that I was going to meet with the president tonight. I emailed her before coming, and she said she'd meet me around now in the back lounge. Lounge. Right. Well, props to you for getting in touch with Erica. <laughs> that, like, never happens. What? You never see the president of your own sorority? Is that normal? Not really, no. She, I mean, she shows up a chapter, you know, and then no one knows where she goes. She's technically supposed to live in the house. In the sorority house, you find roommate dynamics that remind you of freshman year horror stories. She's a wonderful person, really, but she just doesn't clean up after herself. This is Anne, junior chemical engineering major. 
When I pulled her aside for an interview, she was busy cleaning the room, moving and folding her roommate Leah's clothing, vacuuming and dusting. She's just busy. She has so much on her plate that cleaning her room is the last thing she wants to do. Leah is another junior Zeta, and indicated she was heavily involved on campus, but didn't go into the details. How does Leah's inorganization drive a wedge into your friendship? I mean, I wouldn't say it does that. She's just busy, and I have the time, and, well, I'd figure I'd help her out, right? It's what a good roommate does. What? What are you seeing? It's... I... I... I don't... Oh my god, you would not believe what Dave said to... Oh, hey, I didn't know you would be in here. Did you want us to be in your report thing? Leah? Oh. My. God. Uh, Leah, can you describe what it is you're looking at right now? Is that mic on? And you told him to turn the mic off, right? Well, no, I... Have you said anything to him? No, no, I don't think... Turn the mic off. What? This is off the record. Turn the mic off and get out of the room. Are you serious? This is a key development to the story. Vex Magazine would love this. I have to know, what is outside your window? Nope, out. Not the mic. Hey, okay, okay, I'll get out. So, I left the room, but I kept the mic inside. The following conversation picked up right after I left. Oh my god. Oh my god, what are we going to do? I'm calling campus security. No, no, you can't do that. It's the only thing we can do, Anne. There's a dead body outside our window. We have to do something about it. If we call campus, Zeta will get in trouble. The body is on our property. They think one of us killed this person. Who even is it? Do we know them? Don't look at it! Oh my god, I can burn throw up. A dead body at a small university in the middle of the United States, found by sorority girls Anne and Leah. After this discovery, it was apparent that my purpose at the Zeta Zeta Mu sorority had shifted. The mystery behind the sorority's doors was not one of intense hazing practices, ritual, and secrets, but that of a murderer. And I was determined to figure out which Zeta committed the crime. But in order to do that, I had to regain the trust of Anne and Leah. With their help, I could gain an insider's perspective to the sorority, which could lead me to the criminal. It was essential that I made them see that helping me was the best route to take. We are not helping you. A task that proved more difficult than I initially anticipated. Leah, let's hear him out. No, I'm not getting involved. Your suspicion is understandable. You don't say. Look, you helped me figure out who attacked John Dwight, and I can ensure that you guys don't get in trouble. What do you mean? We can use my recorder. If we get your sorority sister's testimonies on tape, then we can prove their innocence. So the Zetas won't get in trouble? By law, they cannot. But Leah, we have to. No, we don't. We shouldn't follow him around while he plays detective. What we need to do is call campus security now. It'll be better than waiting a long time. That'll look even more suspicious. No, no, I disagree. Zeta can't get in trouble. This is ridiculous. I'm calling campus security.
What the fuck? What? What's going on? It's... It's... John Dwight. We need to get rid of the body. If they find the body here, Zeta will get in trouble, and Nationals will start an investigation on our chapter. We can't have that. So, where should we go? Zeta employee. Definitely not a good sign for the Zetas, even with the recorded testimonies. Anne and Leah thought it was best to rid the Zeta property of the body and deposit it in a nearby landfill. Hey, you turn the mic off, right? It's in the bag. Good. pulled off into the night on Thursday, September 6th, those inside hoped that their actions would not come back to haunt them. Luckily, no one would suspect that roommates Anne and Leah would stay up most of the night driving the body of their dead chef to the local landfill, especially for the reputation of their sorority on campus. Nobody in the car knew what they had in store the next day and their expectations were far from what they had to face that morning. Do you want some cereal before class? Ooh, yeah. Will you get me some Honey Nut Cheerios? Or food. What the fuck? John Dwight? This has been the first episode of The Zetas Podcast for Vex Magazine. Tune in next week to find out how, what, and who. I'm your narrator, signing off.